What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Squad Pod, your weekly podcast all about online multiplayer and battle royale video games with your favorite gaming squad. This week, we are talking about what we've been playing and bringing our dream predictions for the upcoming Season 4 release of Call of Duty Warzone. I'm your host, Snowbike Mike, and let me introduce you to this week's squad. Rounding out our first spot, of course, is the man, the myth, the legend, Maddox Jr., what up, Maddox? How you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Another sunny day in Boulder, Colorado. You know it, Maddox. I'm happy to have you on the squad. Happy to talk some video games with you. Our next squad member, the one, the only, the leader of the Boney squad, Bone Jangles. How you doing, big dog? I'm doing great today, Mike. Thank you so much for asking. You know it, Bone. I'm always happy to have you. I'm always happy to play video games with you, and I can't wait to hear about your Season 4 predictions for Call of Duty. But... Rounding out our final spot on the squad. He has a 2.5 KD average here in the Call of Duty Warzone. Kevin Ace X, also known as Kevin the Carry. Kevin, what's going on, big dog? You know, guys, I'm ready to win this match of Warzone. Oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do that later. We'll do that later. (laughs) You are always ready to win, Kevin, and you are always ready to carry. We're blessed to have you carrying our backpack and carrying us to victory. So thank you so much for joining us. Guys, that's the intro. It's time to jump right into it. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Maddox, I know you are foaming at the mouth to tell me about some video games. So why don't you jump right into it? What have you been playing la- lately, Maddox? Uh, well, you know, Valorant released this week. So I hopped into that a little bit, played the new mode, Spike Rush. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, I haven't squatted up with anyone yet, though. And I playing with randoms in Valorant's a, a dicey proposition at best so and then i've been playing a little bit of f1 2019 earlier today i was watching the f1 esports and uh it's a pretty entertaining game uh you know very it's a sim racer so kind of just uh follows the regular season of the f1 video uh season all right maddock let's take a moment really quick which one do you want to talk about in depth first valorant or f1 what are you in the mood for uh, uh, I'll talk to, I can talk a little Valorant. Sure. I, I got questions. Let's jump into Valorant. Sure. We know that your boy, Snowbike Mike, absolutely booty garbage at Valorant. <laughs> You're oh, out yeah. there jumping in solo queuing in the Valorant. You said that's a dicey situation. How is that going for you? Because we've talked about kind of a longer match time. And I remember playing League of Legends, you know, made by Riot back in the day and solo queuing for that. When the team falls apart and you lose after a 30 to 40 minute match, that really sucks and deflates my ego. How's that going for you in Valorant now? A totally different game than League, but you know, also a long match time and losing sucks. What are you thinking about that? Well, Mike, the new mode, Spike Rush, uh, the games are a lot shorter. It's best of seven, so first person to four wins. So okay. they're about like twenty. They're about half the amount of time of a uh, regular match. Well, I like that. Um, I like that. Everyone on the attacking team has a bomb, so it's a little bit. It's definitely a faster-paced game. People play it a little faster and looser. You, you're not really concerned about dying that much. I, I was in last place for most of the time I was playing, but <laughs> I guess I wasn't playing careful enough. Okay, and what? Why do you think they added this spike rush? So, first off, why don't you describe spike rush to me, and then second. Why did they add a second mode into Valorant? I thought Valorant was just going to be like, you know, the CS Overwatch type video game. Why is there a second mode in this? What's up with that? 
Um, so they they heard the call for a shorter game mode, and then I think that they just want to experiment with other game types. Uh, from what I've read, and they decided to start with this one. Spike Rush is everyone on the attacking team has a bomb, so anyone can plant, and then uh, everyone is given a the same gun at the beginning of every round instead of buying r- rounds, and right. um. The final thing is that there are power-ups on that can like increase damage or speed that you can pick up instead of the Ooh. orbs that you would pick up to get your ultimate. I like that. I like that. Okay, so are you tell me there's no money in this? No money. If you hit B to the buy menu, it doesn't do anything. Wow. That's only in one, that one game time, the spike rush? Yeah, okay. spike rush, yeah. Uh, so there's no power-ups in the other ones then? No, the the... It's the same as we played in the beta before, Kevin. Okay. Uh, the normal mode. That's weird. They haven't added ranked yet either, which they are expected to in a couple of weeks. Does ranked deter you from playing? Not like, not deter you, but like when it's just the casual game, does that deter you from playing it because it's such a long time frame? Or do you still just enjoy it? Because like for me, as you guys know, I'm very competitive. So I actually prefer ranked modes all the time over just casual play because I feel like if I'm going to play a game, especially like that, like I want this to go to my rank. I want this to go to my KD like Kevin's KD, and I want it to mean something. Does that like deter you from playing the casual or you're like, no, Mike, it doesn't really matter if it's ranked or not to me. Um, So my thing is, is much like uh, Apex. I believe if you're separated by too many ranks, you can't play with people that are like way above you so or haven't been ranked yet in the ranked mode so that kind of makes why i think that's why most people would play unranked it's like oh we're not close to close enough to the same rank to queue into ranked or that's how it was in the beta at least i never knew they had that in apex uh yeah uh i was watching some streamer who was trying to get back into it after being you know top of the leaderboard before and then was bumped down to bronze because he hadn't played in so long oh my god <laughs> okay yeah. okay okay what about battle pass storefront you know we saw a little bit of the storefront during the beta where are we at right now with the full release uh it's uh you know the store is still unbelievably expensive in my opinion okay. <laughs> uh, for just gun skins uh it the skins are uh i think a lot cooler than the ones that were in the beta but Overall, uh, I'm, I, the battle pass uh, looks pretty cool. There's, but they did say that it would take 100 hours to complete the battle pass, and I don't know how long the seasons are, and that's a lot of time in that game. Yeah, 100 hours is a lot of time investment there to beat that. Okay, that's interesting. Is there like battle pass rewards though in that battle pass where you're like, Mike, oh, yeah. I gotta grind this out? Yeah, even just like in the first ten levels, like five and ten are gun skins that are pretty cool looking. It seem like oh, like might consider buying it since the battle pass is significantly less expensive than buying any of the gun skins in the store. Ooh, that's an interesting one. So that battle pass you have to buy. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh. you have to buy like the Call of Duty and Fortnite and Apex ones as well. But sometimes you can earn. Some of the no, you, you don't ones. gotta buy the Call of Duty one, don't you? Do you? Yeah, uh, but you earn Call of Duty points during the battle pass level upgrades. So you can, if you if you don't buy anything else, you can just oh, pay really? for your battle pass with the last Dang, battle pass. I've been earning points, right, Kevin? If I've just been earning points and I just don't notice that, then 
Um, That's interesting. I thought that was free. Okay. Oh, dang. Okay. okay. You've been buying every battle pass anyway, so you've been probably earning the points back anyways from that. Mm. Yeah, you might have a lot then if you haven't been using them. That's interesting. Okay. He bought that Graufen skin the other day, so. Oh, Oh, shout out to that Graufen skin, baby. Okay, so you're liking the storefront, though, right now. I mean, like you said, we like the looks of it, but it's still super expensive because, yeah, like you said, we all came out of that Valorant beta like, wow, they're charging like $50 for like a, a load of like, what, Ooh. six skins, essentially? Wasn't yeah. it outrageous? Wow. Yeah, it's like 50 or 70 I can't remember which. Somewhere in there for Yikes, like seven though. skins. Okay. And so they did add an axe instead of a knife, though, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've seen some streamers running around with that. It does look cool. It does look cool. <laughs> I like it a lot. But the axe by itself is like 30 bucks. So if you're going to buy the axe, oh. you might as well buy the whole pack. Oh, my God, man. I got way too much money, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. It's out. Of, it's a little out of control. But I, I think I'm sure they have the research to back up that people still buy it. So, oh, absolutely. And they've added one new character, right? That we didn't see in the beta uh, yes. because they had the Raina. full lineup and a new one. So Correct. what do you think about her? Have you unlocked her? Have you played have with her? I have not unlocked her yet. I've seen a little bit of gameplay with her. It's a, definitely an aggressive character type that if you're a good player that's getting a lot of kills, it will be advantageous for you to play as her. So not me, essentially. Interesting. Okay, okay, okay. Bone Jangles, got any question about Valorant at all for Manok? Um, ooh. You played you played Counter Strike, haven't you, Maddock? I have not. I downloaded Counter Strike, but I have not. I was gonna say, I was gonna ask you, what do you think? How similar they feel in gameplay wise? Mm. I have but... not played Counter Strike though. They're uh, they're pretty similar. Kevin, you played you played Counter Strike? Yeah, I played Counter Strike before. It feels pretty similar. It it feels a bit smoother in Valorant, just because it's more of a better looking game new, too. Yeah, new game. Yeah, mm, so. It, it does feel the same. I don't remember. You can't aim down sights in Counter Strike, right? It was only like the sniper rifle. You were able to do that. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. So that's like one cool thing about Valorant they had in, uh, in their gameplay that uh, Counter Strike didn't have. But even then, when you aim down the sights, you you do seem like you miss pretty much the same amount <laughs> as you. Uh, yeah. Play. Yeah. True. Bone pretty- Jiggles, did you play any of the beta? Yeah, here's the thing. I was just about to say, I need to try more Valorant. I played, oh, okay. I probably played about three hours of the beta. Mm-hmm. I was super pumped for it. I waited and waited to get that code to get access. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. Like, <laughs> all weekend. I want to say I've watched like at least 50 hours of uh, <laughs> gameplay to try and no get the code. And then I finally got it from Mike's stream one night. But yeah, I tried a couple hours of it. I thought I was going to be more into it, but I don't. I think matches are too slow for me. I much prefer, you know, Warzone, maybe even Overwatch uh, type gameplay, a little, little faster paced. I think I like it a lot more when I have a full five or four people. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I like when we had the full squad and I was laughing and stuff because, like I said at the top of this, right, I'm so bad at this that I know I'm going to die right away and then I'm stuck watching people, which sucks if I was solo sucks if i wasn't in the mood but like when i have bone jangles laughing in my ear kevin killing a whole team because he's god or maddox stabbing somebody with an axe (laughs) then i'm interested in watching that you know but Mm -hmm. i i hate dying all the time in that kind of game 100 percent. well maddox i also want to know because we talked about valorant now i want to know about f1 racing 
Now, yeah. I don't know what you're doing with that because me personally, I'm an arcadey racing type of guy. I'm a need for speed guy. I'm a, you know, I wouldn't call Forza Horizon super arcadey. It, it is, you know, out of the world, but like I'm more of like need for speed. I'm going to bang into this guy's car. I'm going to drive into a wall, but then I'm going to still go 100 miles an hour afterwards. Uh, what is this F1 all about? Is this NASCAR? Is it the, the hot Italian cars where they're super speedsters? What are you doing? It's just an it's a simulation of the F1 season, so it's got the F1 cars in it, and that's that's it. And uh, they have like previous year's cars, so like this, the 2020 version of it is going to have like Michael Schumacher's car and stuff like that, um, for reference. And um, it's all just track racing. And if you damage your car or like run into a wall, it has the rewind system at the very least, which is oh, nice I like that. I like that. I am not good at, uh, you know, <laughs> running 29 laps without crashing uh, or overshooting a turn too much. But um, it's it's a lot of fun. There's a career mode, and I usually just play that a lot. And then uh, I, I've been dabbling in the online a little bit, but the population on Xbox is next to nothing, essentially. So uh, I, the game I queued into earlier today had three people in it. Oh, man. Yeah, that's... Yeah. So what is this? Is this a $60 title? Is this free on Game Pass? Like, why are there not a lot of people joining this? Or is it, do you think the mass populace is like me of like, I'm not going to do the super sim. I'd rather just bang in the Maddox and keep driving in an arcade type game. Hey, I mean, there are a lot of settings in that game to make it easier and more approachable. And you can turn off damage. So if you ever want to bang around the track, F1 2018 is on Game Pass. There we go. Okay. Okay. And, I like that. Um, I think for the most part, people that like these kind of racing games tend to uh, have steering wheel setups and PCs, and they'd rather just play on PC. And I think the lobbies in PC are a lot more full than the mm -hmm. Xbox crowd, Interesting. especially okay. this late into a F1 2019 game because 2020 comes out in July. Are you driving with a driving wheel? I am not. I just have my controller. How does that feel? Uh, it feels good. The like I said, they they have like anti lock braking and like because the actual cars do not have that kind of stuff, so it makes it easy enough to drive with the controller and you're not spinning your tires constantly or anything unless it's wet outside. It it does support it, the driving wheel, right? Yeah, it okay. does. Because I remember Mike told me about what was it Need for Speed not supporting it. No, oh, Forza Forza Horizon out the gate did not support no yeah was it forza horizon no it was need for speed yeah. need for speed out the gate on the recent release did not support the driving wheel which totally sucked which was totally yeah that's off the wall weird you yeah, know that's and strange. then forza forza horizon when we tried to set up the driving wheel it took us hours to try to set it up because there's so many settings and there's no true tutorial on it uh mm. from forza the developers or anything like that and so it was so difficult to set up and we never even got it right. If you turned, it would either go super fast. and I'd start doing three sixties off just a small degree turn to the right or left, or it wouldn't turn at all. It was a true nightmare to set up to this day. I still not set up my driving wheel correctly where I feel like it's a fun time driving, which totally mm. sucks. Yeah. Going to have to look up some YouTube tutorials on that one. I think no I doubt. would love a full setup like race wheel. Shifting oh. knob, oh, gas, yeah. brake. I mean, um, I know there's some people I work with that do the super sim racing. Like they're taking damage if you run into cars, and they got their three monitor set up. 
Oh yeah, that's like. really cool. It, it's so awesome when they're when that when I watch them play that. I would love that so much. So that would be so dope. Matter, do you want a driving wheel, a steering wheel to play this game, or are you uh, fine with the controller? I'm fine with the controller for now. I think at some point I'll probably get a steering wheel of some sort just to make it more interesting. Oh, look at him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you were if you were into driving games like Matt, I clearly is on this one, right? Like the dream would have to be get the steering wheel and the driving setup, right? Yeah, and I mean Forza. I we're assuming that Forza is coming out in the fall, so Definitely. that would also be a good one for that. Question for you, Maddox. I guess two questions. Let's start off. With part one is an easy one. Is this like how graphical? How graphically enhanced is this? Is this like a Forza and a what's the one over on uh, PlayStation, Kevin? That they always promote. It's the Forza Grand comparison. Turismo. Grand Turismo. Is this like pushing graphics where you're like? Mike, the car is insane. The interior is insane. The world itself with all the maps, those are insane. Is it super graphically like enhanced or are there like true to life, real maps that you're playing on where you're like, Mike, I'm driving this map out in France. And like in reality, I could go to this map now to be turn for turn the exact same. Turn for turn the exact same. It's, okay. it's pretty incredible because like when you're watching it on television and then you're like, racing it in the game it's pretty i think they laser upload all the data for the tracks onto the game and then they do a lot to make sure that they're as realistic as possible for the f1 game and then between 2018 and 2019 they made some huge graphical improvements and the game actually looks significantly better between those two years which is impressive for a game that is a yearly game wow okay Okay, I like hearing that. And my final one, you brought up esports at the beginning. Now, yes. we've seen with the COVID-19 turn, you know, a lot of gr- a lot of esports we've seen, you know, I think I would call it like the NASCAR, the F1 was one of the first to be like, "Hey, we're just going to put our drivers playing esports." We've seen some good, some bad from that, but like they've been on ESPN multiple times now. Is that the esports you're talking about or is this more like an esport esport where it's like you know, League of Legends or NBA 2K League, where it's like actually like Team TSM, Team Hundred Thieves, or is this just NASCAR drivers driving this? What kind of esport are we talking here? Um, so there's uh, right now, since the actual drivers aren't driving, there's like two races going on. One of them is like the esports racers driving, and those guys are associated with teams, and some of the teams, such as McLaren, have a uh, esports team that goes with it. And it's kind of like run by the F1 organization as well. So it's kind of like all hooked together a little bit, which is nice. And you get like some decent announcing and all that stuff. Um, And then so that was like the first race today. And then the second race today was uh, celebrities and F1 drivers. Um, So they have five or six. uh, It might be like 10 by now, actually. F1 drivers actually racing in the video game and then fill in the rest with YouTubers and uh, soccer players and all sorts of stuff like that. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. But yeah, I'll agree with you. The commentary that I've seen from those, you know, esports challenges on there, incredible. And then I've also saw one that I was telling you about on the late night where they had like Travis Pastrana and like, you know, 12 other pros. And it was just them and like, their garage, their living room, and they were all laughing, telling fun stories, teasing each other, not taking it too seriously. There was a couple dudes who were taking it seriously, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it was a really fun, like, look behind the curtain of, like, 
hey, Travis Pastrana, kind of an odd example because we all know he is a fun guy. But like, hey, there's Jimmy, whoever. He's a fun guy. He's making jokes. He's laughing with people. I like to see behind the curtain on these drivers. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And like Lando Norris is notorious for his game crashing while he's in a race. <laughs> I love that. So some F1 and some Valorant for Maddox, two pretty cool games that you might have sold me on. I like that. Let's kick it on over to Kevin the carry. Kevin, what have you been playing lately, big dog? Oh, me? Mike, got a bunch of games I've been playing, dude. Left and right, too many games going on. It's just pretty, it's pretty much been Warzone. <laughs> That's a lot of Warzone. A lot of okay, I think we all... It's like some Assassin's Creed, but that's about it. Not really going too crazy lately. Okay, I mean, I think we all can contest that we've been playing a lot of Warzone. So maybe we'll hold that for just a moment. Why don't you tell us about Assassin's Creed? What what Assassin's Creed are you playing, Kevin? What's on, the deal? I'm on two. Uh, ever since they released that trailer for uh, Valhalla, I was like, I should go back and try to grab all of the achievements for... Uh, both Assassin's Creed as much as I can. And man, oh, it's I forgot how long these games were. Let me tell you why. A lot of running around. <laughs> Not as easy as I thought it was, but uh it's been pretty fun. Um I don't know if I'll make it in time to get to all of them before Valhalla. If I don't, I might need to I might need to skip a couple and just play Origins and Odyssey since those those were the ones I didn't play. But uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> but two, I don't know about fun. I don't know about the rest of the squad, but Kevin, you just telling me that you're trying to play all the Assassin's Creeds before this next entry is released overwhelms me because yeah, those games are yep. too too big, incredibly yep. fun. But no way if you put me if you gave me a list of all the Assassin's Creeds and looked at me and you were like, Mike, we're gonna try to beat these before the next release. I would be like, absolutely not. There's no way. Like, there's no way we're going to make this. You know? You'd be like, I guess I have to quit Warzone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had a chance. And that's not happening. I mean, I thought I had a chance, but we've been getting a lot of wins in Warzones, and that, I mean, that's been taken over. <laughs> now, I I just got done playing um, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, and Assassin's Creed Rogue. Love that one. And I even got burned out just playing those two, and those are the, probably some of the shorter ones. I can imagine how people are feeling trying to go through every single Assassin's Creed game right now. Yeah, we have a friend, the nanobiologist. He's trying to 100% every single one of them. And I'm like, no way, bro. There's no way that I would do that. There's there's no way he's going to do that, is he? Can he really do that? I'd be blown away. I think he can. can. It's a lot of hours. He's already... He's already at Revelation, which is the one, two, three, fourth game. Fourth one? Yeah. Wow. Wow. And he started it like last month. But then again, that's all he's been playing lately from what I've seen. He just didn't, he's been doing that Assassin's Creed. And I can't just do just only Assassin's Creed over and over again. Yeah. I need like yeah. a buffer game in between, which is which Warzone yeah. kind of is. But I mean, I think Assassin's those Creed early ones are <laughs> those early ones are all very similar too. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I was going to ask Kevin, what what do you say the latest Assassin's Creed game you played was? Oh, I'm on tuning now, and the last one I played was the first one, and that one is pretty repetitive. Uh, yeah, repetitive. In a, yeah, so I was going to ask how it feel going back, probably from what? What is the newest? Yeah, one? like what's the newest? Right? Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't how play did Odyssey. Feel, how'd it feel going from Odyssey to 
Assassin's Creed one, or if you the Syndicate was the last one you played, how yeah. it feels going from Syndicate to the first one? Man, had it feels like I have so much more freedom to run around with Syndicate. Like I, I'm able to climb pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine how mm-hmm. Odyssey is because I know that one you can pretty much climb everything too. So, and then going to, to Assassin's Creed one where you gotta find the right spot to grab to make sure you're able to climb a building. It's so mm-hmm. frustrating. <laughs> yeah, because in Syndicate, did they sure. add the parkour down button? Like they kind of yeah. changed yeah. up the That's correct. parkour mechanics, which is which made it way more fun because if everything flowed perfectly when that, they added that, because you mm-hmm. can just keep running and running and running <laughs> without like messing up and falling to your death. Yeah, Dude, yeah. I definitely about- made the mistake. I definitely made the mistake of playing Black Flag and Rogue back to back. Got burnt out real quick, even oh. though Rogue is pretty short. But I yeah, got burnt really. out so fast on that gameplay. Oh God, the games I need are so more fun. variety. The games are so fun. They are fun. God, I love them. Yeah, that. I mean, hearing you guys talk about that brings such a smile to my face and brings back all the memories. Because that game was so different, the first one when it came out, from all the games I had been playing. And like, I think it holds a special spot in everybody's video game backlog and heart. Because, man, that game is so much fun, dude. Parkouring running up and assassinating people like that was a really fun game that's a really great series right there i want to take a moment bone jangles you brought up rogue i asked you this before but like rogue was that weird one of like when we were switching console generations it got like like stuck on the xbox 360 and then eventually came over but like what did you think of rogue because i never have even seen rogue i think i watched you play for like 10 minutes you know uh do you care about spoilers because I think the main sport, like the main thing I'd probably want to talk about is the story of it. And there's probably some spoilers in it. Is that okay? I mean, I I'm fine with getting spoiled. You can ask Kevin and uh, Maddox, but like at the same time, are you hinting at that? The, the story is killer or something. Is that what you're getting at with me? It's, it's not killer. It's pretty interesting. Um, the title of the game kind of gives it away. It's called Assassin's Creed, a rogue. So mm-hmm. you, ah, yeah, so that kind of <laughs> kind of gives it away about your main character, what he uh, ends up uh, dealing with. But, I think okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into so you can spoil it if you I'm want. Gonna, give it to me. So, you tra- you're shrouded in a mystery, so now I want to know. Hold on. So if, this, if anyone's listening, he's about to spoil a rogue. Yeah, here, here's 90 seconds. You can turn it off from a game that was way too old yeah. anyway. So spoil it for me. Okay, so Assassin's Creed Rogue. It says it in the title. You play an assassin you start out in an assassin oh, well, no and <laughs> something happens and he turns on the assassins and he ends up becoming a templar so you're essentially um playing the bad guys oh bad guys. snap From okay the, you know every other game you know you're the assassins versus the templars but in this one you turn your back on the assassins and you become a templar so it, it's pretty interesting story how you get there um, the different character change that your main character goes through. The only problem with the game that I have is it is a direct clone of Assassin's Creed Black Flag. The animations are the same when you're killing people. They added mm. a couple different types of weapons, like a grenade launcher and stuff. Okay. But everything pretty much looks the same. It's, yeah, Like in a tropical setting? Because w- were those two the two games that came out at the same time, right? One no. was 360, one was one? Rogue was no, a... one was, it was Rogue alongside Unity. Yeah. Unity. Uh, okay. For the next gen. Okay, interesting, interesting, okay. But you do sail through a little bit of tropical setting, I think. And then most of it is actually set 
during Assassin's Creed 3, which is, what was it, American Revolution times or whatever? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one with uh, Kenway, right? That was the character Edward Kenway, Kenway or something like that. Yeah. Somebody will correct. Edward. Yes, Connor, correct. Connor. 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 Oh, Connor. There we go. Oh, Connor. Kenway. He was the <laughs> yeah. son of Hatham Kenway. And then um, in Black Flag, you're playing Edward Kenway. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Gotcha. Okay. But well, yeah, you know, it's a pretty good story in Rogue. I it was, I probably beat it in like 10 hours. So I mean, oh, that's you can get there oh, pretty quick. That, that's actually pretty uh, small to me. I like that. I like hearing that on that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. That sounds like the shortest Assassin's Creed game I've ever heard of. <laughs> I think yeah, I game, just mainlined it. I just mainlined it. I think the Bear. game was 30 bucks when it came out. I think it was. I don't think it was that expensive, if I remember correctly. Okay, interesting. Well, it's cool to hear that you guys have some uh, Assassin's Creed, you know, fandom and fun and some good back background knowledge. I like that. I can't wait for Valhalla now, but we can talk about that later on. Kevin... Really quick, you said you've been playing a lot of Warzone. I know we all been playing a lot of it, and we're going to talk about that in the big topic. But why don't you tell me right now, like, what are your thoughts on Warzone since its release? We've played a lot of it. Are you enjoying it? Is it better than Fortnite, Apex, PUBG, the games that came before it? Since this is something you've been playing a lot of, what are some of your, you know, early impressions to a lot of hours in impressions of this game? Um, I won't get too in-depth because we might talk about it later. I want to hear you guys' opinion about it. But I think... I didn't like Fortnite too much because there's a lot of building in that. I don't, I don't like to build. I'm I'm alright at building, but it's just I don't like doing that. <laughs> I don't like building skyscrapers to get up to the top and fight fight it out at the top. So Fortnite was in the bottom of my list of favorite like battle royals. But uh, I don't know if I like Warzone better than Apex because I like Apex. I think about the same amount. The Warzone and Apex are pretty much my favorite ones. And okay, then you put okay. me in the middle of all that. But uh, it's, it's pretty fun so far. From When did it release? Was it March? February? I think we said February, March window, yeah. Something like that. Um, man, it's, they've changed. They didn't change so too much from it since it released. Like, the only thing I can think of they changed was the price of the loadout you get. And that's about it. <laughs> March 10th was our yeah, it, release date it, there. It seems like they've made very small changes. They haven't mm-hmm. done anything drastic like nuke the map. They haven't, you know, we've seen the rollout of a couple new seasons now. And we're going to talk about that on our big topic. We've seen guns inside the world change. We've seen some pricing change on um, the buy station, which is a really cool mechanic. We've also seen things added to the buy station, Kevin. So. I, like you said, I don't think they're making huge changes as of right now, which we're going to talk about maybe our dream changes, but the small incremental changes have definitely added to the fun of this game for me. For sure. I mean, uh, you're, they've changed like what is on the ground for loot and they added armor boxes and stuff like that. But overall, it's mostly seems to be minor changes so far. Very we'll see small. at some point if they feel like they need to kick it up a notch. I mean, I mean, if sometimes they do, if they do change something, they usually bring it back, like how they took out the helicopters, and they pretty much brought it back after like what a few days. So yeah, those yeah, were the, sad few days for Mike. Oh my god, the, that was my birthday, bro. <laughs> the helicopter was the helicopter problem was uh, you could get underneath the map. That's how you got underneath oh, the map. Right? Yeah, right. yeah. 
I am going to take a moment. I'm very disappointed all of you didn't teach me how to get underneath the map. Because I'm a uh, I'm an I avid helicopter pilot, and I'm very disappointed that somebody found out about this, and nobody was like, yo, Snowbike Mike, you seem to be in this helicopter all the time. <laughs> let me show you this awesome trick, and then let me just jam this thing underneath the world for fun. I'm very disappointed, man. Um, I'm uh, just not trying to get banned yeah. over here, Mike. <laughs> I, I like this game. Is that how I get banned? Dang it. That's my bad. Yeah. Okay, I was just looking for a fun time, Activision. My bad. My bad. I spent so little time in the helicopter. I didn't even know that was a bug that could happen. So I didn't know until the patch came out. Yeah, me either. It was a weird bug to find it out later on. <laughs> I mean, since we've all been playing it, let's just take a couple moments. We've all been really enjoying it, right? Like, we think that this is a great battle royale, free to play as well, or also included in the whole package of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. We like this. Activision said that they're going to continue on with this one and not just lay it down to die like they did with uh, Blackout Mode on the previous Call of Duty. What are we feeling? Is everybody enjoying this so far? I mean, did they let Blackout die? I mean, the new Call of Duty just came out, so... Can we still play I mean, Blackout? Yeah. I think so. Dude, there's yeah. no know, way that you're going to look... I don't know what the population's the... like. Yeah, there's no way you're going to look us in the eye, Kevin, and tell us... Did they leave that out to die? Of course they did. They just brought out a brand new game and a brand new battle royale. That thing is gone, Kevin. Well, that thing is done, bro. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's not what happens with every Call of Duty, though. Yeah, yeah but I think this was their first ever battle royale. Nobody expected them to just kind of, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, I would I, say leave it out to die and make a brand new one. I, I don't I, think they expected that. I felt it like, like a beta when I played it. And then when this came out, I thought this more was more fleshed out. So that's why I guess they let it to die because they knew this one was a better version of what they had Far before. Far superior. Yeah. It's, yeah uh, that... I do think that they would replace it if it wasn't so popular. But I think the popularity of it has led them to realize that they can make money on this game for a long time yeah. with the popularity of Fortnite and Apex and Seasons. Yeah. And they said, you like, know what, Kevin? That's a good way of thinking about it, though, as a beta. Maybe it was a test for them. And then they said, hey, we got a good foundation here. Let's bring this into the you know the next the stage, yeah. which is this. So that's a good way. I didn't think of it as like a beta. I just saw it as like team one had their opportunity. Team two was like, oh, guess what? We made the same thing. And team one is now like, poo poo. You know, you're you're gone now. Unfortunately, because yeah. they had, they said they were going to use the same. They're going to use Warzone in the next one too, and like whatever theme of it, the next one's going to be also Cold War. So it's going to be theme after the Cold War. So that's why I guess they kind of let it. I want to say to die, but they, they figured out what was wrong and what was right about it, and they put it in this one for sure. And that's what's going to be carried on for the next, like, I don't know, 10 maybe Call of Duties. But, yeah. I'm absolutely loving it, man. I love how big the map is. I love the server size. I like the fast-paced Call of Duty shooting mechanic and time to kill. I love the contracts. I mean, we're going to have a podcast probably next week just dedicated to Warzone, so... I'll try not to go too long because I really just want to talk about it with my favorite squad members here because we just all love Warzone. I know that for a fact. And man, oh man, you guys start getting me talking about this. That's all I want to talk about right now. So I'll 100%. try to hold. I'll try to hold for a second. Hold. Bone, bone jangles. What have you been playing lately? Why don't you tell us what you've been up to? Um, I've been playing a few different things. You know, right now we're kind of in a quiet time for newer video games. So everything I've been playing is pretty much jump in, jump out. Um, first up, we got Destiny 2. I'm just a, I'm a casual Destiny 2 player. I'm not grinding for the most exotic weapons or anything. I usually dive into Destiny 2 mainly to collect the weekly powerful gear from like Crucible. I'm really into the Crucible. That's 
probably my more preferred type of multiplayer team deathmatch. The time to kill is perfect for me. You know, it's not, you have a chance to defend yourself when you're getting killed. It's okay. not like Call of Duty. If somebody sees you first and you don't see them, you're pretty much dead. You always have a chance to fight back unless you're getting one shotted with like a power weapon or something. I mean, let me tell you, I have a chance to fight back in Call of Duty. All right. <laughs> oh, I know you, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, Kevin, the carry, you do. Okay. 2.5 KD. Once you hush up over there, it's right. <laughs> Imagine if you had an overshield, Kevin, and de- and you're playing Destiny 2, how much more you could defend yourself. You'd be wrecking shop in Destiny 2 multiplayer. Hey, let me tell you, I'm terrible at the Destiny 2 uh, multiplayer. <laughs> oh, dang. It's and I also like, I like the floating. The more It's more floaty when you're jumping, you know, and you got your double jump and everything. Yeah. It's... But that's pretty much what I've been playing for multiplayer from Destiny 2. Not really um, touching Gambit mode too much. Gambit okay. is the PV pve mode yep. so it's got a mixture of um player versus player and then player versus everyone haven't been playing too much of that i literally just d- dive in to play the crucible each week you have to do about eight matches to get your two sets of powerful gear to get your power level up that's pretty much all i've been doing i think i'm pretty much maxed with my power level at the soft cap you can do other things to go higher like the raid to get pinnacle gear, all that type of stuff. I'm not really doing too much of that. So I don't think I'm going to be playing too much more of it until the expansion comes out, which I believe they're going to be announcing sometime next week, maybe Thursday, something like that. I think the ninth they said, so maybe Tuesday. So I probably won't be playing too much destiny Two till that expansion comes out. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. Bone jangles. Cause yeah, I believe didn't we just have an in-game event yesterday Fran Marabella was telling us about? And yeah, I think they were teasing the next stuff, which is cool. And that's that's interesting because I'm the complete opposite of you when it comes to Destiny. I only want to play raids and PvE. I absolutely hate the Crucible because I'm so bad at it. So I feel like I get punished in the Crucible all the time. Right. Plus, they do have they do have really cool strikes. You know, you go in with three-man squad, the boss battles pretty much. They have some really cool content for stuff like that. The raid is pretty cool. I played it once, the newer one. Haven't really gone back to it, though. I like Um, that. Let's see, what else have I been playing? Messing around with Maneater still. I was trying to power through it like you were, but once I saw you complete it, I kind of eased off from it a little bit now that I know where the story goes and everything. So I've just, just been doing like an area here and there. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, yeah, that's my bad. That's that's, uh, that's my bad on that one. I'll take, I'll take credit for that and also take blame for that. Uh, What do you think (laughs) of that? ending. You know what? It's funny you bring that up on jangles. Cause for me, and I'll talk about that. Cause that's my game. I've been playing. I like just going zone by zone and just taking it easy. Right? Like, playing for an hour, clearing out a zone, then maybe pick it up the next day, do another zone, maybe wait a week, pick up a zone. Like, I don't think you need to be on it every single waking moment or every hour and power through it. Like you can just play a zone, leave, come back, whatever you want. Yeah. It's super chill. You're just checking the boxes. 100% check the box. Um, well, other than that, I get, yeah, you'll probably talk more about man eater. Loving it though. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Really came out of nowhere. I kind of heard about it when they first uh, announced it. I think you played it at a PAX, didn't you? 
Uh, no, it was playable at PAX East. I didn't get to go to that one. Where I learned about it was at E3 2019. Uh, caught the caught the bug, heard about it. But at first, it was only announced for PC. So mm -hmm. I was a little worried, but from what I had heard and what they had kind of marketed as as a open world Grand Theft Auto type feel, but you're a shark eating things. I was I was sold on that immediately. I mean, who doesn't like that idea, you know? Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Only $40. If you got it from the Epic store, that week they were doing a $10 off coupon. So you, So if you guys were looking to get it on epic it was like 30 dollars that week not sure how much it is now probably 40 but yeah it came out of nowhere but that's pretty much all i've really been playing there's we're still waiting on the big ones to come out we got the last of us two coming up can't wait to play that yep that's right around the corner um super Mar super paper mario or whatever they're calling Ooh, it. oh yeah forgot about can't, that can't wait for that but yeah ghost of tsushima shoot that's even that's in july that's next so month, close dude. together that's crazy. But yeah, Destiny 2, I've been playing that, and Maneater. Some good games right there, Bone Jangles. And of course, you've been playing a lot of Warzone with us. Warzone, you've been out there baby. getting wins. So it's not like you've just been only playing those. We've just been playing a lot of Call of Duty Warzone together, of course. Yeah, truth. I like that. Well, I'll round out the squad right now. Uh, Bone Jangles alluded to it. I've been playing a lot of Warzone with everybody, but really the big game I want to talk about is Maneater. Maneater was... One of my most anticipated games for 2020. I didn't even know it was coming to console. And as a lot of our listeners and best friends know, I mainly play all of my games on Xbox, right? I'm a console player through and through. And when I heard the word PC, possibly only, I got a little nervous. But I was so sold on the idea of a Grand Theft Auto, but being a shark, that I was going to go to the PC no matter what, right? If that's how it had to be. Thankfully, it did release on PS4. PC and Xbox, and they're saying there's a Switch port coming soon, which is just Ooh. outrageous to think about. Um, but I was sold on this game. So it was one of my most anticipated games for this year, 2020. And when it released, I was all in. As a lot of you know, I was Twitch streaming it. I played it every single night, and I fell in love with it. I think we'll start off with the story just to give a brief synopsis if you don't know. I think that's really fun and a cool way of it being told, right? It feels like it's a National Geographic, Discovery Channel, Animal Planet type documentary. You have Chris Parnell, who all of you know from different voice acting gigs from Archer to Rick and Morty, which all of you love that guy's voice. He's funny, he's clear, he's clean, and it's a really good time to add him into that. And they have wild and crazy characters down in the bayou that go to different areas. And the main goal is simple. This bad guy wants to kill this shark that you are playing as. And your goal is you want to go kill that bad guy because he killed your mother. And you have to grow from a baby shark to a giant megalodon. And it is an absolute blast. It's nothing groundbreaking, different, change the video game world. But it is easy, consumable fun in large time frames, small time frames. And you're just going from different, you know, sizable open worlds that are drastically different with their visuals and settings to different areas as you grow and evolve and there's side quests to do there's you know marine animals to eat from sharks fish whales alligators and things in between and then of course there's humans and i loved that gameplay loop is what it's called just the gameplay loop was fun to me and i guess at the end of it all right i had a great 13-hour experience. It was the first ever game that I actively 
wanted to 100%. And that's big for me, right? I normally play a lot of games, but I'm not achievement hunting. I'm not looking for trophies. I'm not looking to get 100% and complete it all. For me, it was like, man, I like this game so much. I want to go do all those weird side stuff, the fetch quests, the go find the collectibles. I wanted all of that. And for me to walk away from that experience 13 hours in, happy as can be, wanting to play more of it. If it had a new game plus, I'd probably go back to it. If it has DLC, I'm all in for it. Bone Jangles talked about it. The $40 price tag is absolutely a great price tag to jump in. If you can catch it on sale from $20 to $30, I think you should buy this by all means. It's a great single-player game. Yeah, you can always tell when you like a game because you'll just blaze through it, like Borderlands 3 and Man Eater. Snow White Mike will be Twitch streaming that shit constantly. <laughs> you know it is right, man. Like when something clicks for me or it's something that I was really anticipating, I'm going to give my all into it. And I mean, we're going to quickly find out if I like it or not, right? I think there's been some games where I've live streamed it where it's like I'll play a night and I'll be like, eh, you know, that was that was something. But then there's other nights where it's like, if I'm coming back, I think the true testament is me being more of that uh, quote-unquote full-time live streamer, right? Where it's like every single night I'm live streaming. If I'm playing a game multiple nights in a week or if we're going back to it multiple times, that means it's really connected with me. And I don't think there's many games that you could look on my live streams and be like, man, Mike goes back to this a lot. And that game took over for a full week and a half until I beat it of like, Mike is playing this and I want to play this and I like this game and I want to spread the hype about it. So Man Eater definitely stole my heart. That one, I guarantee when we make our top 10 lists for the end of the year, I will have that up towards the top. That will Absolutely. definitely be the top. And people might fight me on that one, which is totally understandable. But how I've always stood on game of the year is what game resonated with you the most? What game did you enjoy the most? And every single list should be different, right? Maddox will be much different than mine. Bone Jangles will be different, 100%. but all oh, in all, will be really different. Mine's going to be really different. <laughs> if people are giving it praise, then that's just, that's a cool thing. And I, I love it. I think it's a really great time. So I, I'm blown away that I loved Maneater that much, but I had an inkling that I would because I'm into sharks. I love Grand Theft Auto. The idea of putting those two together. Come on. Easy, easy. What's your preferred shark, Mike? Uh, for me, the preferred shark is the bioelectric shark. I think there's different, thank you, Bone Tangles, for bringing that up. The evolutions <laughs> that you can add on to this shark are not only cosmetic, which is super cool, which we're going to talk about in a moment, cool. but they Love also it. add in different gameplay elements and different attributes. So on the cosmetic side, yes, there are three, technically four with the pre-order, different options you can choose from, from Bone, Bioelectric, and Shadow. And I think the coolest part that might go unnoticed is every single time you upgrade one piece of your body and upgrade that certain bone characteristic, the body actually changes. So it goes from like a little bit of bone to a big plate of bone to your whole body is covered in bone. And I really love the like, you can see it every time you evolve it. And I think mm -hmm. for me on the live stream, I maybe did that a disservice because like I was 100%ing it, right? So I had so many points that I would right. just smash the upgrade button and you wouldn't see those subtle changes but we caught on to it at the end. So for me, I loved the look of the bioelectric. I like the, the luminosity of it. I don't know if I use that word, right? Who knows? You know what I mean? Um, but I, I love the color on it. Bonte, were you going to correct me? Tell me. Uh, no, no, I was going to say it looks really cool when you teleport. 
Exactly. The different teleports, awesome. the tail whips, you know, and then when we get into the attributes, everyone does something different, right? Like on the bone side, he does this killer, like death roll to dodge. Roll, yeah. The tail whip is like, does ultra power. His teeth will bite through boats faster. So you can adjust your gameplay on the, on the opposite side. The shadow one will, if you tail whip, will shoot out like this toxic gas that will poison people. The electric one will stun enemies. Then you can teleport. So I'm really blown away by not only the gameplay and the story and the beautiful world, but those small things that you might miss if you're not looking that are the evolutions and the attributes. So, so cool. And of course, the different animals that you fight, the apex predators in the different zones are absolutely awesome, ridiculous, off the wall, different, unique, super fun to fight. Awesome. Loved it. Loved that game. So good. No doubt. So that's what I've been playing. I could go on for hours about that, but I do want to get into the big topic because guess what? It rolls in with all of our squad. As you guys know, the squad pod is just us, the guys, the gals, all of our best friends coming together to talk about games. But for us, we're really mainly a multiplayer online battle royale, sometimes video game group. So we're going to talk a lot about that. And We've been sharing some great moments in Call of Duty Warzone, the latest Battle Royale to drop. I know we've been playing hours upon hours of it, and that's why I really want to get into it. I think next episode, we might just have a deep dive into this one Battle Royale, tell you why we love it, why maybe some of the things we don't like. But what our one big topic for episode one will be is season four is approaching right now. It got pushed back a week due to Black Lives Matter, which is the right thing for Activision to come out here and be part of this global movement. It's the right thing to stand up for what's right, help change the globe, help change humanity, and do the right thing. And so now we have a little bit of time to talk amongst ourselves for our first episode and say, hey, Maddox, hey, Boney, hey, Kevin, what do you want to see? What's your dream scenario for season four of Call of Duty Warzone? doesn't have to be battle pass. It doesn't have to be gameplay. doesn't have to be whatever. It can be anything you want. So I'm going to open it up to the group. I want to hear from you guys, our squad, of what do we want to see from Season 4 of Call of Duty Warzone? Nuke the map. Just nuke. Nuke, <laughs> nuke the map. All New right, map, Kevin, let's, let's, ta- let's no talk about map play. changes to start no off with. What was that? Let's talk about map changes. Since you want to start with that, we've had the tease now, like we talked about. The bunkers did open in this latest season some very bunkers. recently. Um, we've gone deep into one bunker that had a nuke that had some sort of shadow pilot, I don't know, plane thing. Do you want them to change the map, Kevin? Do you want them to nuke the map? What What do you want to see from the map? Let's talk about the map first. Well, and we talked about we talked about it before, not on here, but like streaming playing the game where we want something not like the whole thing to change but like you know some things to change here and there like one big thing i want it was the stadium to open up because i think it's just one big block just sitting there not doing much so really bothers me that i can't go inside of it (laughs) yeah for sure i think the fact that there are some just very large empty spaces on the map that could be filled in with some stuff would make it a little bit more interesting yeah, I agree with that. I think let's let's address stadium for a moment. Of course, with our PUBG background, we saw their stadium 
opened. There was concourses. There was different levels that you could run around in. It was very odd to drop into this Warzone map over the time that we've had. And this thing, like Kevin said, to just be a block, right? A dead space where, yeah, you can run around the outside of it or you can plop a helicopter on top of it and snipe down. But like, in all reality, this is just a dead space right here. And I like what Kevin's alluding to. Like, my dream for one of the map changes would definitely be Let's pop the top on that. I actually don't want to lose stadium. I just want to make it more playable. I want to be able to get into it. I want to run the concourses. I want to be up on the nosebleeds shooting down onto a soccer field, a football field. I think, Kevin, you put it best. You wanted to see one of the Call of Duty maps inside of the yeah. like kind of main play area, right? Speedball. Oh, cool. Speedball. Yeah, that would yeah, be a good speedball. one. Yeah. Because at least make it not the exact same size, because you know that that speedball map is pretty small. But make a bigger right. version of it, like to fit like a soccer field or whatever type of field they have in there. So at least have it that big, and then you yeah, have the the seats and the bleachers up there too. You can go into concession concession wow. stands, you know, grab some popcorn, some hot dogs. You know what I'm saying? That would be so cool. I think they definitely got to address. Address stadium, right, Matt? Do you agree on stadium, yeah, Boney? You agree, agree. agree on stadium? Yeah, it's it's definitely just a big solid mass that's just just sitting there waiting to be touched. It's so weird. I, I was thinking about it just right now. If they do open it up, does that mean it's there's too many more, there's too many places to go to in that map? Because I mean, that map's pretty big on its own, and I know it's I mean big enough maybe for 150 people, but like adding a new area to open up, will will people be in there? Like, I guess they. Would. I, I, I don't think, know. I think the amount of named locations for such a large map is actually kind of small. So I think if you have that open up, I mean it's technically a named location, but it's like not usable essentially. So yeah, I think it would be a good change to add that in there, and it's not like. For the most part, you don't really drop without anyone around since there are 150 players usually. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up, Kevin, because me personally, like when we talked about it on stream before this podcast, I've always said that I think the map is great. I don't want it to change, right? I think it's big. I think it's diverse. I think we're still still learning it, still trying to figure out the nooks and crannies and finding the good flow of each and every area. But as you guys have talked about it brought your ideas to me and I, i've opened up my eyes of like yeah you're right kevin stadium should change or you know what i wouldn't be opposed to losing this section i still feel like this is a solid map the number of players still feels good it's a fast-paced game you can find people if you want to you can technically hide from people if you want to as well but i don't think popping the top on stadium says hey we need more people all of a sudden i just think it's like hey there's a new area to go explore you know yeah, I would agree. Um, Bone Jangles, you had a fun idea with the map uh, that you wanted to bring up. What what, what do you want to see on the map-wise, Boney? Yeah, mine's a little different than you guys, but may, maybe more people out there will think about this one. So, Mike, you've, you've mastered the helicopter. Yes, I Kevin, have. You, Kevin, you've pretty much mastered the car. I'm looking for new modes of tra transportation. I'm talking boat battles. Ooh. I really do think they should Ooh. change the map a little bit, add some water. Maybe fill in those canals with uh, rivers. Maybe uh, maybe flood part of the map. Because in Blackout, you remember dropping docks and you could swim underwater and you could get loot chests at yep. the bottom of the buoys. That was so awesome. It would be really cool if they flooded a part of the map. Maybe more one of the city parts. So some of these buildings are submerged. 
that way maybe you'll get better loot going in there swimming for everything what but i really land. think it would be really cool if there were boats boats added more and more water sections yeah, I like that. Like maybe the dam busts open or whatever, and then yeah. you got the whole river flowing instead of ice. Exactly, yeah, there you go. Maddox. That's a good one because as we look at that map, right, you look at dam has the frozen lake on top. It has kind of a frozen river going down, and then it hits some point where the water just stops, and it just becomes a wide open traversal, just mm -hmm. no coverage, no nothing. We've been calling it like the LA River for fun is what I've been calling it, but like – <laughs> I don't know, right, Boney? I'm I'm torn on that idea because I like the idea of the water, but I also there's two sides to this coin, right? One, I like how fast it is to get across the river, right? Like we're not swimming, we're not ducking and diving, like you just go across, right? Yeah. But yeah, on the flip true. side, it is also like if we're in there, we're gonna get we're just easy pickings. And on the flip side, if we're like above and we're looking down on it. If Maddox Jr. is running by, guess what I'm telling the squad? We're taking shots at him, right? So it's like there's two, there's two ways I feel about this. Like I don't want it to be flooded because it's fast. It's easy to get through. And also at the same time, you can pick people off. But at the same, on the other side, it's like, man, is, is Captain Bone Jangles going to emerge as our admiral on the boat? And he's just going to start whipping <laughs> the boat around? Is this one river not enough? I, I, I don't know how I feel quite yet because now you're also adding a gameplay mechanic on top True. of the map change how drastic do they really want to go for this next season because that that would be what i would call drastic right yeah top in the top so. on stadium i don't think it's like uber drastic making <laughs> all of a sudden bone jangles is holding his breath underwater for 20 seconds hiding from me <laughs> that might be drastic you know yeah that's true that's true, 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 true. I, mean, I guess i didn't really think about it that way it, it, it will be interesting i mean that is a big piece of the map though, Boney, like you said, right? Like there's a giant river that goes down this, that has absolutely nothing to do at all with the world. It's just there. Mm -hmm. And so what can they do to elevate that? Maybe blowing up dam and letting some water in might be cool. You know, what would be another cool idea. Manock and bone jangles is actually, what? instead of thinking, damn, keep dam whole, keep dam how it is. Keep the little frozen lake and pond up above and down below. Open up the canal down by port at the bottom towards prison and let the water flow upward all the way up till where you hit that kind of damn frozen area and just let that bottom part of the river that's just wide open let that fill up with water maybe okay yep. yeah that would that's be interesting good. you know what i mean because then you don't lose dam yeah just a little bit of water and it's maybe just a, a different effect on that maybe that's better sure sure that makes sense because PUBG, PUBG had boats didn't it PUBG has both. Yes. And you, God, it's been so long since I played PUBG. When you brought up um, Blackout, I actually, it brought a smile to my face because I thought of, remember in Blackout mode when they finally added the one boat map from Call of Duty yes. Blackout? Yep. And like, you would either drop there and there was boats there or like you would take a boat over to it and like, it was mm -hmm. mayhem to get on that little tiny boat. That was a fun time for sure. Yeah. Do you think they should do something maybe like that for Warzone? I, bring a boat have something in the boat. middle of the river all of a sudden yeah <laughs> you know what that same boat that same boat it's all it, rusted and stuff maybe not that same boat what if they did this <laughs> at port you you fill it up with water all of a sudden a giant either cruise ship or a giant Ooh. like shipping container boat is right there parked right next to port 
There I feel like there's been a few uh, Call of Duty multiplayer maps that would integrate with. Wasn't there a boat map in Black Ops? At there's one point? A, that twosome one, the shipment one, right, Kevin? Or what's that twosome one we used to play recently in Call of Duty Warzone? Mm, that was like you're inside the boat, but it's containers filled up in like the barge of the boat. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Shipment or something like that is one of the. I was thinking there's, there's about the yacht one. I thought there was a yacht. That's uh, Black Ops. That's the one that we were talking about. That, that that's, the uh, one. that's the yacht Blackout. one. That's right. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That one showed up in Blackout. I didn't play yeah. it Blackout enough. Apparently, that was later on. Now, Maddock, you and I, Boney, good stuff on the river, and Kevin with Stadium. Now, you and I have a little bit different feeling. I believe. I don't know if I don't want to speak for you, but I know I personally, when I when you've opened up my eyes to talking about change in the map, I'm mm-hmm. open to that bottom right, that would be your south southeast corridor of port, farmland, and lumber. I'm fine yeah. with having a discussion about changing that because that's someplace that we rarely drop. That's someplace that I find is kind of either too open, too barren, or just kind of too boring. And I wouldn't be 100%. opposed to changing up that southeast corridor down at the bottom. I like prison. Let's not touch prison. But that whole, that little, str- that range right there, I could have that go. Yeah, farmland is like if you land there is hard to loot effectively, I would say. Uh, There is like a lot of money if you get into all the buildings. But if you're fighting building to building and it's early game, it's tough getting out of farmland. I agree with that. What about you, Maddox? Is there any changes that you might want to see? I mean, I like the idea of uh, just like switching it up with the stadium i can't really think of anything else off the top of my head unless they're just gonna blow up downtown and have like the buildings half broken you know a little levolution yeah let, let's take a moment there levolution would be awesome in this game okay levolution would be absolutely insane to tear down either up at airports that dumb antenna building that everybody just snipes me from i would yep. love to shoot a couple rockets at that and see that building just collapse like battlefield 4 down over in downtown, if you could collapse a couple of those skyscrapers, that yeah, like would be 15 floors. insane. Yeah. Exactly. That would be Dude. insane stuff. Dude, that would change awesome. the game completely, you know? <laughs> Everyone just carry rockets and C4s to blow up oh, a building. Exactly. Just blow that up right away. I mean, I remember back in Battlefield 4, that was like the first thing that would happen. Yeah. You would jump into that world, <laughs> yeah. and like the first thing that people would do is just go blow that whole skyscraper to the ground, you know? Oh, I love it when it's going down, and you like you can see it like, moving down. You're like, oh, yeah. I gotta jump out the window. Hurry, hurry. You and jump you parachute out, the out of the yeah. window. You look oh, at it when you're parachuting. So dope. Yeah, they could definitely do that. That would be fun. Uh, it would be an interesting one right there. Let's talk about like maybe gameplay mechanics we'd like to see added or how maybe they'll handle the season pass or guns on the, you know, on the ground, on the drop itself. Or do you want to see any more kill streaks added? I know for me, and I think all of us can agree. The mantling is absolutely booty. In Garbage. Yeah. I will, I will tell you that the gameplay world, like I said, I, I'm 50-50. I could see changes. I could not see changes. I think what they have is a very, I don't know what you would call that. It has a lot of incline, a lot of climbing moments in this game where you need to get up the side of a hill, which is awesome, verticality. the verticality. But the issue is, is the mantling and the climbing and the jumping is so bad that you feel if you're at the bottom of a mountain and you have to get up top and somebody's either above you or it's like a, I have to get up this now scenario that you're almost like it's over. I can't get up and over this. What's yeah, up with correct. that? 
Uh, same with yeah. ladders too. I hate the ladders climbing on or trying to climb down the ladders. That yeah, you almost fall to the ground. Bit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They need to do something about that. They need to get like more of a apex style climbing, or uh, they need to make it so that it's just easier to mantle the cliffs because we've survived or died multiple times because of the cliffs essentially and not being able to fight a team properly because you can't get to them. Yeah, I guess one way to fix that is to give you ladders you could place like kind of like Death Stranding. That's interesting. I like that like idea. That, so you can climb or Animal places. Crossing. I mean, come on. Nobody plays that game anymore. <laughs> they won't play that game. <laughs> Might be still play that game. Which one, Kevin? Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. Uh, no, I'm not playing. See, nobody plays anymore. Don't Yeah, something like that. Like it was ladders like that we could carry around or something like that. I don't know. Oh, that's a weird idea. Okay, yeah. Kevin, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that gives like the wall climbing like an apex. Apex because that's like they're like kind of like superheroes in a way because <laughs> they could just climb yeah, any wall true. pretty easily. So and these that guys are okay. like, these guys are geared up and pretty heavy, so I don't think they can climb up a wall that easily. That's a good thought. It also then brings like the disadvantage to having high ground if anybody can just mantle anything around you, you know? Yeah. It just feels like there needs to be a better balance of it because I'm not able to mantle and jump even the smallest or easiest things that I need to. And it just feels like that's not right. That it just doesn't feel right. No, definitely not. Maddox, you they... brought up like kill streaks. What do you think about that? Um, I think the kill streaks are pretty well balanced overall. I, I wouldn't like want to add cruise missiles or something because you could knock out an entire team like without them even knowing essentially that they're gonna get striked by one right. of those. Um, but I would say, yeah, the kill streaks are pretty balanced. I think you could add like a different item to buy, or maybe you could buy, I don't know, something different. But overall, I would say they've balanced the kill streaks pretty well. And you don't feel like you're getting airstriked ever, like to death, you know? I agree with that. I think the store is pretty legit. Um, I guess I have two things. One, what's up with the shield turret? We need to take a moment really quick. Like, can you even buy the shield turret in no. the store? I never look for it. And then B, like, why is that here? I never yeah. see anybody running around with the shield turret besides Kevin, who's done it like five times. So Kevin, don't come at me like, oh, I use that mic. Like, little time, Mike. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think everybody can agree. Like, what's up with the shield turret? What is yeah. that for? What's the point? Can you buy that? I think if I think if you're gonna have the shield turret in the game, it needs to not show up on the map. So like, maybe you go upstairs and there's a man defending it. But like, if you know it's there, you're never gonna go upstairs. Yeah, it's, it's it's really odd to me to think of like you could open up a box and get a shield turret, but I, me personally, and I, I could totally be wrong, which is fine, but like I don't think you can even buy a shield turret. So it's like I what what is the so. point of the shield turret is what I'm trying to break down in my mind here. And then on the flip side, with, let's just keep on the buy section for a moment. We saw the T's inside of that bunker with the RC car. Now I said or, to you, Matt, before this podcast, I don't want to see this RC car. What do you think? Nah, I think that that's like just like the cruise missile. It creates more problems where you're dying out of nowhere and there's no way to defend against it. Well, I mean, they can make it show up. Trophy system might defend against it. Yeah. They can make it show up like they do with the shelter where you can see on the map and the recon drone. So you would know where it's coming from. So 
unless it's really close by and then just use it on you. I mean, then again, people use that recon drone as a RC car type of thing because they put in C4s oh, yeah. on it, and so it also uh, kind of helps. I out. will say, thankfully, we haven't ran into that. Like, I personally have not been killed right. by a recon drone with a whatchamacallit, um, C4. C4 strapped on there. We've seen videos of it, but I, I thankfully yeah, have not had anybody roll up on me like that. I saw one person try to attempt to do it to me, and I saw the C4 sticking to it and was able to run away before, <laughs> before it went off. It was pretty That's funny, awesome. though. Kevin, do you have anything on killstreaks or buy station that you'd like to see changed or you know, reflected? You talked about the loadouts being up to 10,000. We've seen armor plates added with the armor box, which is pretty cool. I, I, I'm like, man, like, I think it's dialed in right now. I don't um, want to see much changes. So we're, we're putting new changes, right? Anything that your dream scenario, Kevin? What what do you want to see? What do you want to see added? So I, I talked about this more than a few times, where you know they added the armor sa armor satchel. I yeah. think they should add an ammo satchel where you can carry more Ooh. ammo. Like having a choice to replace either get the armor or the ammo one to carry around. That way you have more ammo to carry with you. Because I feel like we'd run out of bullets pretty quickly. But uh, yeah. I don't know. Give us at least like two more clips to carry around. Yeah, we armor. need to get Kevin as much ammo as possible. Yeah, <laughs> with that two point five KD, we need him to carry us, bro. Just keep yeah. shooting, Kevin. Feed him yeah. like a vending machine. Yeah, because I, I feel like I can, I can sacrifice that armor satchel if I they put in an ammo satchel that I can carry more ammo with. Because I don't. I mean, yeah. the three ar armor, it's pretty good, but I don't think I've ever used everything at once during one battle it's always like different battles i'm using like three of them or two of them yeah the personally, only time... personally for me like i don't really run out of ammo too often because i'm not taking as many shots you know because i kind of but but i know i know kevin you're you're putting up massive damage numbers so i know there, you, you need know, a like, lot of ammo they're like two miles away from me and i'm shooting them either way you know yeah <laughs> trying to spook <laughs> them <laughs> but, i don't yeah, know i think the ammo would be good um, I've the the good thing about the armor satchel is when you do get into those sniper battles or where you don't have a sniper and you have the armor satchel, you like at least have some protection about getting down out in the open. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. You know, when I I hear all of this, right? I I actually, you know, I'm torn. Right? I want to call it balanced, but I could be wrong, right? But I do feel like there's moments where it's like, man, I need more ammo. But, like, the moment we kill somebody, I feel like I pick up all their ammo so quick that it's like, bang, I'm right back up to full again. You know what I mean? Right, and then true. there's some moments where it's like, man, I need more armor. Or it's like, we kill those guys, I take all their armor, I'm back up to full. So I don't know what that balance is. But, yeah, I guess the quantities, Kevin, is more what you're alluding to. Not, mm -hmm. like, that moment of, like, man, I got 60 bullets in the clip. I am in trouble. You know what I mean? It's like, no, could I hold more than especially we also have to take into account with the custom loadouts of having 50, 60 round clips, you know, you are yeah. burning through a lot of that. And if you times that, that's like 60, 120, 180, you know, two, two, whatever, then that's like, that's the max right there. I believe it's like 220 on an AR. You can't carry more than that. So is that, could you put on an armor satchel and have more? That's a good, that's a good idea, Kevin. I would, I'd be down to test it. How about that? I'd be yeah. down to test. I mean, like it was like two clips. I mean, like the armor satchel only gave us like three more plates. So it's not, it's not like the armor satchel gave us like five more plates on top of the five we can carry. So it, True. it didn't really give us too much of it. So that's like if they give us an ammo satchel, like a clip or two, that would be nice. 
probably two would be good as a minimum for yeah. uh, every I guess every ammo that you're carrying two clips each. if you if you have zero armor and then you use an armor box do you get full eight yeah mm. yes yep uh-huh. you have the satchel yeah that's awesome I don't know if yeah I wonder if you drop an ammo box you fill up every ammo that you're carrying or is it just the two guns you have I believe it's Oh, I don't know, Kevin. We'd have to do a good research on mm. that one. Because I know it gives you the grenades. You know what I mean? It gives you the tactical and the whatever you want to call that other one. So I I usually base it off of that. I feel like it does. But I think think you're actually right, Kevin. Because it's not giving you six rockets if you don't have a rocket. Correct. Correct. That's what I was going to point out. Uh, It's almost like the ammo stock, like the stockpiles. But like you alluded to, that only gives you like a clip, right, Kevin? Mm -hmm. But uh, I I don't think it does. Because I, I can definitely say I don't all of a sudden look down and have eight rocket launcher bullets in there, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I feel like... Because otherwise, cool. otherwise, we could all pick up a munitions box, and if one person had rockets, then you could just drop rockets for them for like it, the next 15 minutes. Exactly. I'm just destroying people with a joker now. Well, yeah, let's exactly. End, let's end this week with this simple one. Give me your excitement level... And how ready you are for season four to drop in Call of Duty. Kevin, the carry, 2.5 KD, Kevin Asex. Why don't you tell us what's your excitement level right now? Do we, really, we should have talked about at least what the season pass would have. I mean, do you guys, uh, do you guys care booty, about the season bro. pass? It's nothing special. No, it's not. Uh, not particularly. It's more of like something to achieve to get to 100. So but besides I've, never that, bought, I've never bought a season pass. I bought an every season pass. The only reason I'm buying them because I, I like some of the things that's in it, but I'm, I'm mostly buying it for that uh, level 100 Guns. battle pass thing. Oh, yeah. You get the right. character. So, like, last one was Alex mm, from okay. the campaign. And, and the next one's Price. Is it Price? Is that what they said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's in, like, the trailer that they put out before they pushed it back. Oh, there's a trailer for it? Oh, shoot. I didn't, I didn't even mm-hmm. see that. But, uh, yeah, and then the one before that was Ghost with the hood and Hooded ghost, I like that. All so, the hooded ghost, yeah, things awesome. So that's what the only reason I've been excited for the battle pass and to buy them. But uh, I'm pretty excited if it's price. I want to play as price now. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. It's pretty. Cool. I like that. All right, Kevin's pumped up and he wants to see a, a good battle pass. Let's jump over to the leader of the Bone Squad, Boney Jangles. Bone Jangles, how are we feeling? What's our excitement level? Honestly, I think my excitement level is probably. I might be the least excited. I'm, I never well, get amped up about new seasons. I really don't know what's different, you know, all that, all that stuff. I'm probably about at a seven, honestly. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I want to go back to the some changes real quick. To the oh, game yeah, I yeah. like. I'd love supporting Kevin. I want to feed as much um information <laughs> in that game to Kevin as I can. I would love it if they would change. Um, you know, when we tag something, how there's different colors. If they oh, could add symbols to those, I forgot about just for that. Kevin. Because I do have a couple people also that I play with on PlayStation that are colorblind, and they have that same same issue. Yeah, like they they wish there were symbols when you're tagging something instead of colors. Because yeah, we can change the Good setting, idea. but then again, we're seeing different colors when we change the setting for the colorblind. Yep, right. We weren't. Right. We're not, not going to see like blue. What is it? Uh, blue, purple, yellow, and green. green. Why did you so close colors? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Why come they yeah. can do red, blue? Yeah. I don't know, black and yellow or something like that. Something way different. Yeah, yeah it'd be awesome if I could be like, hey, there's a guy on triangle or there's a guy on X. Yeah. There's a guy on circle. 
but really that's a really good one bone jangles way to bring that up because we've talked about that a lot and we definitely didn't address it in the gameplay we, we'll probably talk about it more next week as well if we do a deep dive on this we'll see but more quality yeah, of life changes gotta find a way yeah. to address that because yeah we feel so bad for poor kevin we have a great friend in blind gamer steve who's all about accessibility and for us to be yelling out colors and kevin not being able to see the same colors we are, maybe we're not even seeing the same colors at the same time. The issue is, is like, that's unacceptable because poor Kevin has no idea what's happening. And so, yeah, if you could put a symbol system would be so much better or keep the same look, just put the symbol in the middle of that little pin that you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Give yeah, some there's a star and then the rest of them are like upside down or V, v looking things or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Good yeah, job, Bone Jangles. That's good stuff right there. But yeah, I'm I'm about at a seven for excitement. I love the game. I love playing it. It's so much fun. I love it. Let's jump over to our final squad member, my guy, Maddock Jr. Maddock Jr., what's our excitement level? What are we ready for? And if you um, have any final thoughts that I, I left out on you. I would say my excitement level is probably like an eight or nine. Um, yeah. I'm just, you know, when we're playing all these games now and our levels are the 155 is at max and the battle pass is at max, it's just kind of disappointing that that you're not getting that feedback loop of leveling up. Um, and I'll, I'll be interested to see what the new guns are and if they make a significant impact in the gameplay of Warzone because I feel like the SKS didn't really change things up that much and the other LMG as well. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you really see people running around with those so much. Okay. I like um, that. But yeah, it will be interesting to see what the weapons are and uh, ready to grind another battle pass just for the rewards. I got a question for everybody. Do you oh, think yeah. they'll go back to handguns and shotguns in the gulag? Ooh, that is a good one. I hope they don't because I'm crushing it right now with the assault <laughs> rifles. Last <laughs> night, last night I lost one gulag out of like 10 of them. I'm in the zone, Bone Jangle, so don't you dare change it. But I will say <laughs> that change that they made, totally drastic different gulag yep. feel. Yeah, for sure. From yeah, gulag for sure. Shotguns, pistols to assault rifles. Whoa, what a change. You think we'll yep. get more gulag uh, arenas? Like different layouts. That's a cool idea, Kevin. Yeah, different layouts. I mean, there cool. are like three or four layouts of the gulag right now. There's well, definitely three. yeah, three to four is right. Yeah, it, it feels yeah. like three to four though for sure. Is that too many? I mean, is that enough? I mean, mm, I don't um, know. I I feel like there's the moment every time you load into the gulag where you think you know which one it is, and then it's like the other two that are not the comparable stare down the sidelines, you know? Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, shit. And you get the, you get a little nervous, like, now I need to turn my attention to the middle. So I, I, I like the basic three to four like we have. I don't know how far crazy. I, I don't want you to all of a sudden throw that speedball map at me, Kevin. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you to go too crazy. I, I like the gulag. I think we should hold strong with what we got, you know? Yep. Open up the stadium. A uh, gulag will take place in stadium. It's a one v one field goal kicking contest. I'm glad to share the excitement with me and my squad. All of your best friends, Kevin Ace X, Maddox Jr., Bone Jangles, and of course, I have been Snowbike Mike. This has been episode one of the Squad Pod. Your chance to just hang out with your best friends once a week. We're going to talk video games clearly with this squad and. Probably a lot of our other best friends. We're going to talk a lot about online multiplayer. We're going to talk a lot about Battle Royales because that's what we love. But each and every week, we're going to come back here. We're going to talk about the games we've been playing. 
maybe share one big topic we want to talk with all of you about. But make sure you get involved. Leave a comment down below. Share this video. Share this podcast with you and your friends because you know what? We're all one community. We all are enjoying each other's company. And I'm blessed to call these guys my squad members. I'm blessed to call you, the listener, our squad members. And thank you so much for tuning in and supporting. Remember, you can find all of us on Twitter, on Twitch. The links will be down below in the comment section. So please go check it out. Go support one another. And thanks for tuning in to episode one of the Squad Pod with your David Squad. Peace. Squad out. Bow, 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 bow. And that's it.